and welcome to Dinner Party Small Talk. Hello! I'm Nissa. And I'm Matt. And we are looking amazing today. We are, aren't we? <laughs> I think we look pretty good. I'm wearing my Levin Grab shirt. Appropriate. I'm not wearing any other pants other than hot pants. So I got that Also going for appropriate. Me. Very appropriate. Uh, so, uh, this is our new podcast. Um, I, I, I figured that, that, that given that this is our first episode, we should have a little bit of a meet and greet. Even though we already know each other. And presumably everyone listening to this at this point in time knows who we are. <laughs> Somebody might search for it and be like, that sounds amazing. Dinner I party small listen. talk, that's the best part of the dinner party, said no right? one ever, alive, ever. Except for me, because I picked the title. Yeah. That's true. Well, I, I came up with it. It's true, so, and I went that one. <laughs> so credit where credit's due, i.e. me. Okay. You get all the credit. Thank you very much. You're welcome. So we're going to do a bit of a question and answer. Now, each of us has written down five questions for the other person, and we are going to have a look and... Yes. I, well, l let, me, let me preface by saying, um, you know, I, I feel like we're very complex people, uh, you and I, and, and I think that uh, this, this, this show is really only going to show one, one really superficial facet of, of our personalities. Mm. So uh, just... You know, for your, the audience, not you, Nissa, you, the audience, for your <laughs> sake, um, I think it's, it's perhaps beneficial that you learn just how deep we are. A really drunk friend of mine one time at a party leant over and said, you know, most people have like three sides, you have like 13, so clearly I'm complex. Clearly. To drunk people. Yes. I seem very confusing. Mm. Mm. Basic locomotion, I would argue, is complex to drunk people, <laughs> but also you. Also me. Uh, do you want to go first? Uh, okay, so my first question to you. Yes. Matt, is was there ever something, like a toy or a game, that you desperately wanted as a kid that you never received? I changed it to put in the toy or game bit, because otherwise you might be like, affection from my father, and that would be kind of a depressing way to start the podcast. So a toy or a game that I always wanted. I, yeah, something you, know, you always wanted as a present, but you just never got. Yeah, I'm not sure this is, strictly counts within the, um, the boundaries of the question, I but just, I, I just, my mind straight away <laughs> went to the fact that I influenced my brother when he was like seven or eight <laughs> to buy a particular present that I, in fact, myself wanted. Oh, God. It was one of those, it was when laser tag was like, you know, brand new, and it was one of those home laser tag things. Anyway, we played with it for the night. Yeah. Um, he bought, you know, he got it with his birthday money or whatever, um, which was a considerable amount of money, I believe, for a seven-year-old. Oh, my God. He's uh, seven, this poor child. And we, we played with it, uh, and, you know, in the hallway, in the confines of our house, because... Where else were you going to go play? Because exactly. you were tiny children. And it was night time. Um, so you actually did kind of get that, though. You just had to manipulate... Listen, though... Listen, okay. wait okay. for the answer. Okay. okay. And then he decided that he didn't like it and it wasn't the present that he wanted and it was returned the next day. Oh. <laughs> Which fucking... I mean, I've gotten over it. I actually feel more guilty about the fact that I sort you of manipulated him, him into... You at all? Yeah, into that? buying it. <laughs> Older siblings are impressive though, man. Yeah. I've eaten a lot of stuff that a human shouldn't eat, but because I had an older sister. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, did you want me to elaborate on that? It's mostly like dog food not, and dirt. Mm, not really. It's not good. Okay. Um, uh, can I Can I? Okay. now ask you a question? Yes. The first question that I had okay. on my list was, what's a toy you've always wished that you'd received? It is not. It is. You just saw, like, let me see the piece of paper. I, I don't even believe tell you. you. It's right there. Okay, that's bizarre. <laughs> <laughs> we did not consult on these questions. No. Um, Clearly. I really, I, really. Yeah, okay, well, I'll throw the really, question back to you. 
really wanted an Easy Bake Oven. Yeah? Like, desperately. Because my best friend in preschool, Nicole, she had one. We were best friends because we had the same birthday. Yep. Because that makes sense. I, she had one, and I just desperately wanted it because it seemed like it would be amazing. And I never got one until I turned, I think, 17. I think my mom and my sister got me one as kind of a joke, and I got to tell you, not that great. Yeah. Like, at that point, I could cook in a real oven, and I didn't really need the Easy Bake Oven. I was pretty excited, though. It was pretty sweet. But did it not make it easier to bake? It was a lot easier. I certainly didn't burn myself at any point. Can you tell me what things you can make with an Easy Bake Oven? Um, well, it comes with, like, little... You have to buy little prepared packages of like things you can make so you can make like little cakes or little cupcakes or little cookies but it's all from a package yeah so it's not very delicious no, uh, sorry. let me stop you there you know what that sound means <laughs> it means i got gas <laughs> and now everyone knows that but yeah so i really really wanted it but it just wasn't it was so expensive it was a ridiculously expensive toy and it just wasn't going to be in the cards. Can we just take a second to note that while we did move on very quickly from that, I've been sitting here with a smug smile on my face <laughs> the whole time. You're very proud of yourself. <laughs> yeah, the funny thing as well, though, is there was a lot of stuff I wanted. Because I had a lot of friends with a lot of money. You stop. You stop. You put that. You put your cheek down. Gaseous boy. Are you going to elaborate on what was just happening? Or are you going to let them... farted. I didn't actually do oh, it. Oh, he, he threatened to fart. I tilted. He tilted as though he was about to. Because he's gassy today. <laughs> Can I... Um, I also really wanted like Ken's and I wanted fancy Barbie. I really just wanted all this stuff that was just not going to happen. Now you've got the perfect Ken. <laughs> um, okay, so it's, I, I suppose that counts as my question. So yeah, no, it does. That's very funny. Um, I'm going to skip down to what is, this is my last question that I just wrote down, the most objectively or commonly considered sort of bad thing that you love unapologetically. Ooh, okay. Because mm. there's oh, mm. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna say two things. Yes. Okay. So first of all, and this sort of was revealed to me recently. Um, you know what that sound means? But you really need to do something about your digestive health at this point. Like it's <laughs> becoming an active life problem. Okay. Uh, what was I saying before you so rudely interrupted? You were. Yeah, I recall. Okay. <laughs> Uh, this is, okay, so recently we, we watched um, Stargate, and we'll talk more about this a little bit later on. Yes. But we, recently we watched Stargate, and listen, Roland Emmerich is behind some of the worst movies ever created, like some of my most hated films, Independence Day, Godzilla 1998, um, <laughs> White House Down, which I haven't even fucking seen. I don't even know you what it's like. You just know you hate it. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> what else did you do? 2012, the terrible disaster film. The, the, day, the Day After Tomorrow, yeah. the terrible disaster film. Among others. But Stargate, you know, I, I won't elaborate too much because we're going to talk about it later. Yes. But I, I quite liked that film. I, I felt it sort of held up to what I had imagined as a child, you know. <laughs> and when I saw it as a child, uh, it was pretty good. Anyway, that more on that later. Although I've probably blown that whole entire segment now. But well, you, you've, you've now talked about it so much that it's just never going to live up to anybody's expectations. Oh, I'll elaborate further. <laughs> <laughs> We'll see how, it, how, how they feel after I've got... Oh, okay. Um, the other one was, I didn't hate Aliens Colonial Marines the first time I played through it, uh, which was, I, you, I don't know whether you know, but um, for those that don't, uh, it was a video game re released quite recently. It was, it was the most recent Aliens uh, video game, and it was, it was sort of hyped as the direct sequel 
to Aliens, the film. Opposed uh, to Alien 3? Aliens 3? Yeah, yeah. Well, well it doesn't have Ripley in it, so that's not a concern. Oh, okay. But um, it, was, it was hyped as canon, basically, yep. which in the video game world is a pretty big thing. Because that's all, all always extended universe. If to take a Star Wars thing, I yes. think canon is also a Star Wars thing. But anyway, everything has canon. Yeah, um, I think the Bible might have actually started the canon thing because they really? canonized their texts. Ah. So the canonized texts are the ones that count in the Bible, and the ones that weren't canonized don't count, even though they were written at the same time or earlier. Just continue. Mm. Just facts, facts for your face. We should have a sound for facts for your face. <laughs> like a whoosh. This, this is the thing I just made up because I really wanted it to be alliterative. In future episodes, we'll have a facts for your face sound effect, <laughs> I think. Um, so it was sort of reviled because it was hype. Like it, there was this trailer shown at E3 and it looked amazing and very atmospheric. And, you know, and, and then it came out and it was a cookie-cutter game. It was, it, looked, it was heavily, heavily rolled back from what they'd shown you at E3. Yeah. It was a piece of shit. Uh, I didn't hate it that much. <laughs> I didn't know anything about the trailer. I was like, yeah, this is cool. The sound effects are cool. It's got aliens. You know, I like it. I don't recall noticing that it was, you know, like very boring. Yeah. I didn't feel bored when I played through it the first time. The multiplayer was kind of cool. But that's that's something that's... Um, kind of like commonly considered Everyone hates. Good. Everyone hates. And I didn't hate it. I quite liked it. That's what, I always feel like it's awkward because when people are also talking and sitting around and they're talking about how much they hate everything and you like it. Because it it's not really a bonding experience. It's such a bonding experience to really hate something. Together, yeah. Together. But to everyone else hate it and you're like, but I like it. Yeah, it just I know makes you mean. seem lame. That's true. That's true. Uh, you know what? This is such an interesting question. I want to hear yours. Um... I know, so much of the stuff I like is so commonly considered stupid and lame. When you were talking about the video game, I was thinking about how I really liked uh, the DC Universe online game, which apparently is just awful. It's rated terribly, but you know what? It was the first, like, MMO that I ever really played, yep. and it was the first thing I ever really played on the PS3, so I really enjoyed it, and I played days of that. My other big one would probably be Glee, although I will... Ugh. I will amend that by saying the last season was really bad, but those first three seasons I stand by and everyone can suck it. Uh, it's a right. good time. And I will also stand by the fact that Darren Chris singing Katy Perry songs is better than Katy Perry doing it. That's actually a pretty good point. Yeah, like the music is actually often better than the people who originally performed it. Like okay. when they've had people like Britney Spears on, it's actually embarrassing because she's yeah. terrible. Ugh. <laughs> okay, so this one's... Not quite as interesting if you, as you, as the questions that you've now set the precedent for. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, what was your favourite holiday as a child? Now, it, it, I'm, I was specifically thinking seasonal holidays, like yeah. Christmas and Easter and those kind of things. Well, it's Halloween, because Halloween's my favourite holiday. Elaborate for us Australians who uh, don't celebrate it. <laughs> so Halloween is the greatest holiday in the history of the world because you get to dress up and pretend to be somebody else, and people give you free candy for it. All we heard was there were razor blades in the candy. There never were, though. That was actually a fallacy. Mm, okay. Not true. The mm. only people who ever got poisoned or razor blades in anything were people doing it to their own children, and the only kid who ever died from poison candy was poisoned by his father. Interesting. So as long as you have parents, another fact for your face. But the only people... <laughs> But yeah, it's just, it was just amazing. It just felt magical because all of a sudden you're walking around and like, at least where the places I lived especially, it's like the entire atmosphere changed. Everything was spooky. Everybody put out decorations. Mm. Grown-ups dressed up. And then you got free candy. Like, I can't emphasize the free candy enough. <laughs> because we didn't get candy really in my house growing up. It wasn't a strict rule. It's just my mom preferred that we'd eat healthy. Like, I yep. 
And so we just didn't have candy. And so to get just a uh, pillowcase, because you have to have a pillowcase, and if you take anything else, you're a fool. Because it's large, but it's also durable. Listen up, children. If you take <laughs> anything else, you're a fool. You're this a is said fool. so. But so you get your pillowcase, like at least half a pillowcase full of just candy was amazing. Yeah. And it never lasts as long as you thought it would because I have a problem. But <laughs> I, well, you know, and sort of given that I always saw people do their half-assed sort of Australian Halloweens and those kind mm. of things, um, I was always well, a little bit jealous of it. You know, it sort of came and went very quickly. But yeah. there was a, a period of jealousy. And now that I'm an adult, every day is Halloween for me. <laughs> it's like, want some candy? It costs me like... 0.5% of my wage. Let's do it's it. It's true. It's true. That's a large proportion of my wage, by the way, <laughs> for candy. It's an, obs- it's an obscene amount of candy, mm. obviously, that you're having. The thing about it as well, though, is I love dressing up. Any excuse to put on a costume, I love it so mm. much. And it was fun to, like, think about what you were going to do. And, like, there was a big um, store in where I'm from, which is in the Pacific Northwest. In Seattle, there was a store called Display and Costume. That is a giant warehouse mm. just of costumes and things to put up. For basically Halloween. As a b-boy would say, that is wicked sick, brah. Because <laughs> I'm in touch with the youth. Um, That's my promise. Okay, so it's, is it my... Or did you yeah, want yeah, to say yeah. what holiday was your favourite? Dude, or? we've been talking for like a quarter of an hour, so I'm pretty sure we should just move on. Okay. Or maybe not. I don't know. I think those were my two best questions, personally. Are we, are we choosing the two best of the five that we go? I wrote six. Okay. Alright, well, okay. Um... <laughs> What minor thing have you done that you have always regretted? Oh, God. Well, Pick one. Okay. <laughs> when I was in kindergarten. <laughs> um, so we're talking minor here. We are talking very... We're talking minor, and we're talking something that the other person involved doesn't even remember. But I apologize to her as an adult. So I was in kindergarten. I had this Minnie Mouse lunchbox. And I always felt really weirdly self-conscious about the Minnie Mouse lunchbox because I felt like it was for little kids. I am in kindergarten at this point. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I was thinking. But so, I hate... I know, Minnie Mouse lunchbox. What were you thinking? <laughs> Disgraceful. Am I right? Call us. It was, a, <laughs> it was a gift from my grandmother. It doesn't matter. I should... What? No, no, I'll, I'll have it later. I, I'll, I'll put the number for the, for the showdown later if oh, they want to call okay, up. okay, if they yes. want to call up. Yeah. Okay. And talk to us next week about yeah. this week's episode. Or, or they could just call us now. Okay. Yeah, yeah sure. That would be great. Okay. Just want to call so me our now. number is 1-800-STANKHOUSE. That's 1-800-S-N-A... No, S-T-A-N-K-H-O-U-S-E. 1-800-STANKHOUSE. Don't even know how to spell stank. It's one of my favorite words. <laughs> so anyway, so she bought me this lunchbox. Uh, sorry, we've, we've got a caller. Can we oh, finish yeah, this second? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> uh, yes, hello. I'm calling the podcast. Um, yes, welcome to Dinner Party Small Talk. What can we do for you? Uh, yes, I just had a question about what you were talking about. Yes, um, which, which thing that we were talking about? Uh, I forget. Um, so we were talking about holidays? We are talking about Halloween? No, it was after that. It the... was what the young man said. Stank house? No, it was before stank house. Um... Uh. Oh, give me, give me a second. My pacemaker's just acting up. All right, so we'll just, um, do you, do you need us to call someone? Oh, okay. I, I think he's dead. All right, well, that's good, because he was just wasting our time. Continue. So anyway, Looney Mouse Lunchbox, really embarrassed by it, didn't want to take it to school. Um, my, I took money, I think, from my mother. I got some money from her. 
I might have stolen it, I don't know. It was a wild teen teenager kindergartner. <laughs> and um, she rushed in, like, before she had to get to work. She'd bring me the lunchbox. She got into the classroom. She was panting. I was like, oh, God, I am have money. And I just felt so guilty for that for so long because I felt like she made this big effort and I was just so shy. To bring you your Minnie Mouse lunchbox when you were embarrassed about it. Yeah, and I, and I just, like, I denied the, you know, I was like, I was wow. Peter. I just, I denied her in the lunchbox and I was wow. like, I have money. I, mm, I thought I knew you. <laughs> I'm a pretty dark, pretty dark mm. individual. Okay. Please, I've uh, I, I noticed that you've erased a number of your questions. I'd be looking forward to seeing what those are. What was it? Best Christmas gift you ever got? But then I thought okay. of if the better question was, what gift did you want? Well, turns out it wasn't the better question, um, but, you know, whatever. I can't remember what I wrote here. The other one with a line through it is because I felt like it would take too long. Okay. Right. Which was five pieces of art that changed you. Oh, you can't put five within the five, because then you've got... Yeah, I know. You know, like 75. I know. If my math is correct, which it is, I have a math degree. <laughs> That's a lie. What does this one say? Favorite kind of monkey is what it says. Hmm. I was thinking about this actually last week. And I was watching a clip on YouTube of uh, the proboscis monkeys with the giant noses. Yes. And one woman was talking about their digestion and the things they eat. How they, it was basically about monkeys I looked up monkeys farting on YouTube, okay? <laughs> I looked up monkeys farting on YouTube. Of course you did. And... Um, uh, it was just chilling on this little railing with its yeah. legs spread rock like apart. One leg on on because it was on the corner of the of the, the railing of the balcony that she was on. Yep. And it's just watching her point at its little distended stomach and whatnot. And he farted while she was talking. <laughs> and he was just like, "What?" And it was like the most human looking monkey that I've ever you know the hum most human yeah. behavior I've ever seen a monkey. I feel like there must apart be like love. millions. That's pretty human. <laughs> I, but I feel like there must be millions of videos of monkeys farting. That feels like that would be like... I actually found it quite hard to find a clear video of a monkey farting. That's Even ridiculous. this one was filmed off television, uh, like with a camera or a phone, yeah. more likely. And the monkey farted and the dude laughed and I didn't even hear the reaction to the monkey fart. So I was uh, pretty disappointed. It is disappointing. Right. What does the term brown town mean to you? I don't want to answer. What? <laughs> Can you use it in a sentence? Uh, well, it can be used in a number of different ways. That's why there's the question. So, okay. uh, depending on what it means to you, defines how it's used in a sentence. Um, what but if I said brown... we're going down to Brown Town, I... how would you take that? I, I feel like it has something to do with poop, and I don't. There's no right answer or wrong answer. I I'm just thinking it's a sex thing. It's a dirty butt okay. sex thing. I would have thought that or like going to the chocolate store because I <laughs> often think that when I go to the chocolate store. Perhaps it's just funny to me. Anyway. <laughs> those are our... I'm pretty sure we asked more than five questions. But, though, but now... It was in depth. I feel like you guys know us. I now. feel like you know us. I feel like you understand I feel us. like even those of us who knew us feel probably know us better. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Much better because you know what Matt's favorite kind of monkey is. And, and you know about Mrs. Preoccupation with Poop. I don't, <laughs> I don't think that's a thing. Uh, so we'll take this moment to take a word from our uh, sponsors and we'll be right back. G'day, my name's Kevin McCauley and I run the fruit house. We sell fruit. What did you expect, you idiot? Shut up. Stop asking stupid questions. You want fruit? Come here. You want vegetables? Then fuck off. We don't sell vegetables. I just said, we sell fruit. So come to the fruit house where you can get fruit or you can get fucked. 
And welcome back to Dinner Party Small Talk. My name is Matt. Nessa. And we are here to entertain you with our faces and one-dimensional personalities, fingers crossed. Dulcet tones. Don't forget our dulcet tones. I say our faces because... Well, I don't know why I said that. Because, <laughs> because I, I, we talk out of our faces. That's true. Yeah. I wa Did you notice that I took... I, I was like, I had nothing prepared and I was like... You'll think of a reason to justify it. <laughs> Literally no justification for that whatsoever. <laughs> this is why I don't do the introductions. Uh, so you just heard uh, from our sponsor, uh, Kev McCauley of uh, The Fruit House. Um, yes, Kev is a big supporter of podcasts. And we met him recently and he said that he would love to do the ads on ours. And so that was his ad. Did you really find him that friendly? Well, I was, I mean, look, he's going to be on later. And so you guys can make up your mind for yourselves how friendly you think he is. He kind of just stared at your boobs and screamed the whole time. You know, though, I've 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 had less friendly encounters. Like it in my oh, opinion, okay, it so it's bad. a relative okay, yeah, it's a relative thing. Like I've had I've had ones, you know, where you know they were like punching my boobs and screaming. So like it's been worse. <laughs> it's been worse. Okay, so uh, what we're going to I, I mentioned uh, Stargate before. Uh, this is a little segment we like to call Nostalgia Killer. Nostalgia. 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 Killer! That was our Nostalgia Killer music, <laughs> just so you know. Um, I'm going to fill something in there later. I was going to say, we're actually going to have to get music and put it in, it's going to yes. sound silly. <laughs> actually, they're probably listening to this and I'm not going to cut it out, so just so you know, we're in the future now, and we've done it. So if Isn't... you heard music, Matt really did his job well, and if not, what is wrong with you? I don't know, but your future is an amazing place. It is pretty spectacular. Holy shit. They have petrol-powered cars, aerodynamic lines, engines. Mm. I drank a Japanese whiskey. So we watched Stargate. Stargate, which is a movie from your childhood. Now, this is the first Roland Emmerich film I have ever watched. Mm -hmm. I have managed to avoid them up till now um, by choice. Somehow, because these things come out like regularly, and well, they no. they just follow every fucking trend. I, I just, for some reason, it just never came up. And it's not that I wasn't necessarily watching action movies or movies like that. I just never watched a role. They always look really bad, so I didn't go to see them. Spoiler alert! They are! <laughs> uh, now, Stargate was, was uh, a movie that I remembered from my childhood. Uh, I watched it once, maybe twice. I don't know. It was just yeah. from the days where we rented it out. And I just happened to see it available for rent. And I was swept up in the wave of nostalgia. <laughs> also, I didn't remember it as being quite as shit as I thought uh, All a, the other ones a were? lot of other ones were. So I, we, we, we put it through the ringer, we tested it to see if it stood up, and the good news is, drumroll sound effect, proper drumroll sound effect, it did, <laughs> in my opinion, at least. Um, can you tell us your impressions of it uh, well, as a first time watcher? Yeah, I was going to say, for me there is no nostalgia to be killed here because I have nostalgia about this film. However, I enjoyed it. I mean, it was silly. The logic was not great. In some places. In some places, the logic was like, why would they even... That doesn't... What? But, overall, I'm like, the performances were really good. Like, people really... Generally, Generally. They were doing the best with the, with yeah. what the script. Kurt Russell committed to his role yeah. like a mother fudger. And I, I like, are we not swearing on the podcast? No, there's plenty of swearing. Did you oh. hear the ad just beforehand? There's heaps of swearing. Oh. Oh, right. Mm. Anyway, but um, I thought James Spader was really good. 
Again, doing what he could with the script. Yeah. I mean, again, right. the, the script was meh, but it was enjoyable. And, but it, it created a nice world. I can see why they made a TV show. Let's look at the action movie tropes, the tropes of, of typical terrible action movies. Okay, yeah. Force Romance. Yes, it had one. However, I did feel a, a genuine sort of... I was genuinely drawn, genuinely drawn to this couple. It didn't feel horribly forced. It felt, I felt forced, forced when they were throwing each other it wasn't loving British. glances. Could, should, I suppose now that we're halfway through this, should we give a, a brief synopsis of what happens in Stargate? For oh, those you guys seen? have the internet. Okay, you can give a brief synopsis. Uh, you've seen the television show, nothing like that whatsoever. Completely different cast. I don't think there's anyone, if few people come back for the, the TV show. I have no idea. I'm pretty sure there's no one. I didn't watch the TV show. I was, yeah. <laughs> Should probably not talk about it then. Yeah. Um, and it's, this is probably shitting on everyone who's... <laughs> because yeah. the movie was so great. We're out. But, okay, so um, they find this Stargate buried in, you know, Egypt in the 40s. 20s. Um, 20s, sorry, 20s. And they finally get it working in the present day, which at the time is like 1994. They travel to the other side of the universe in this film. Yeah. Um, and lands upon basically a desolate planet which uh, apparently was once inhabited by this alien race. They're, the last of their race travelled to our planet, inhabited the body of one of our people and took a whole bunch of people back as slaves. Um, yeah, so it's, and, and it's like it's, it's pseudo-Egyptian, their he, culture, because he, he's very into it. And he is sort of their god yeah. and he inspired the Rah. Egyptian religions basically. Uh, and so they go to his planet and everything there is very reminiscent of Egyptian because that is what inspired them. Uh, and basically, they save the slave populace. By, 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 because they learn how, they teach them how to read. Oh, yes, that's right. It's Reading all about how you can't read and write, but they teach them how, and that's how they set but, themselves uh, free. See, this is the thing, they knew how to read. Yeah, it was weird. they just weren't allowed to. Yeah, they weren't allowed to read and write, but they knew how to read and write. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. All, yeah. For what it was, I mean, I... You know, it, it followed the formula pretty pretty closely, but I found a genuine connection with the people in it. Mostly, French Stewart played a, like a like a military man, like a spec yeah. ops dude, and he felt very mariney to me. I quite enjoyed him after yeah. a while. Yeah, at first you're you supposed were like, to hate him at the start, the but it's like it worked. Like yeah. he sort of they grew on you. They changed, and your feelings towards the people grew yeah. on you. Kurt Russell had a trauma when he was, you know, he he his son. Uh, it's revealed, died, like he when you first himself. see him, accidentally killed himself with a gun, you know, so it was an accidental death, and Kurt Russell then establishes this connect, this bond with yeah. one of the younger, you know, slaves, uh, who, it, being sort of curious, you know, fiddles with Kurt Russell's gun, and Kurt Russell flips out and tells him to leave it alone because it's dangerous, but that is motivated, that it's is a true. motivated reaction, and it, it, it's, you know, he's cold and he's a bit of a dick but he's gone through trauma um yeah. and you know his turn around at the end where he's like are you okay and he's like yeah you know i don't even remember my fucking son whatever <laughs> who cares about kids shooting themselves in the face it's, everything's fine because let's not forget to mention that they actually leave the slaves with guns which oh, is that like was a bad feeling <laughs> the one thing they leave behind is weapons and i'm like oh god that's well that and feels... james spader yeah yeah james spader that's right but i you know it, it was, was enjoyable, actually. I would say for a nostalgia killer, it wasn't much of a like. You could rewatch it. It has re mm. it's rewatchable. It's and look by '90s action movie standards, and especially in my opinion by Roland Emmerich standards, I felt it was reasonably consistent. I felt yes. the characters did things that I would have done, asked questions that I would have asked, uh, and there, as I said, I felt like the plot lines, the subplots are usually forced, like his trauma with his yeah. child and all that kind of stuff. It was 
kept consistent throughout the film, mm. you know? You know, I'm going to say, though, for a first episode, first segment, Nostalgia Killer, it's kind of a lame one. I feel like maybe we should talk about something that might be a little more interesting or that we maybe have opinions on that might be a little more divisive. That's why we have another movie ah, do we? for you. <laughs> Don't play dumb. You suggested it. I knew it was a dramatic thing. I just why wanted to ruin it. Me? I'm so sorry. I hate you. I'm not that sorry. Um, please, you, you suggested it. You introduced <clears throat> it. So, a little while ago... We watched a movie that many people hold up and consider as one of the great films of our childhood. You know, people who were raised in the 80s and into the 90s, you know, there's this movie that everyone turns to and talks about what a wonderful film it's it is. It's a holiday film, but it's, it's a, a holiday, holiday film, film with a twist. Holiday film with a twist. Sort of horror, it's sort of comedy, it's... Yeah. yeah. It, you know, it has all these elements, people really talk about it so lovingly, and that movie is Gremlins. And that movie is not good. That movie, in my opinion, from an... Okay, it, it's like... Eight different movies crammed together in one movie, and I'm supposed to be feeling the slapstick, but then also... The horror? The horror, and it's it's so dark at some points, and I suppose that's why a lot of people would like it, because it doesn't coddle you, but I felt it was disjointed. I felt the performances generally were not crash hot. No. Oh, man. And the script is absurd at points. It doesn't make sense. It's just... Uh, upon rewatch, because I watched as a kid and I think I did like it. Mm. I mean, I didn't have bad feelings about it, but rewatch, hoo-hoo, Gremlins, no good. Can, now, can, we haven't actually watched this recently, so can you recall any moments where it was like the script struck you as extremely absurd? I just, okay, so the whole bit with um, Phoebe Cates' father dying, mm -hmm. where they just mention it and then they're like, meh, and then they just move on. He, he died, she hates Christmas because he died in a chimney. Which also, P.S. Oh, doesn't right. make sense. He fell because down he, a chimney as an went, adult while he was dressed up as Santa. Santa. And he got stuck. Mm. And then he died. I don't know, he didn't scream for help. Nobody looked for him. It's presumed that, uh, I think she says he broke his arm, he got stuck, and he just died. And he just died. And so now she hates Christmas. And they're like, oh, okay. And they just move on. Mm. And there are weird moments where it's like, we're laughing now. And now there's like, and now his mother's like in a fight for her death. Yeah, something That something, seems intense. Yeah, and it's just like really horrible sort of things happen. And we're supposed to find it funny? Yeah. I don't, I don't, like, it switches between lighthearted and just mm. really, like, I find it insulting that you're asking me to laugh at something so horrible. Like, yeah. The scene where um, Gizmo is, is, like, being tortured, like, they're throwing knives at him and shit. And I heard that in the production, the, the doll itself was just so uh, defective all the time that they they threw that in there as like cathartic for the production team but I'm like it's pretty it disturbing felt really horrible mm, that's the other the thing that bothered me so much well. we're supposed to connect with Billy yes. Billy Peltzer okay the guy at the center of this film he is the person that we are supposed to relate to he's yes. the everyman he's the hapless sort of blah 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 we want him to fall in love etc etc except for the fact that this kid is literally the worst fucking owner of a mogwai ever <laughs> And it's like, the thing, it's not that fucking hard to get it right when it yeah. comes to a mogwai, there okay? There are like three rules, dude. But within like, okay, first of all, his dad is a fucking douchebag. Mr. Wink should never have sold him. Um, <laughs> and Billy, within like 10 minutes of owning this thing, has broken the rules like a dozen goddamn times. He's the worst. This is a living fucking creature. And this kid is neglecting him and mistreating him. And I'm supposed to go... Oh, yeah, that's kind of funny, you know, blah, blah, blah. I, I just, uh, it was just so f infuriating to me that I just couldn't connect with this little douchebag. It just doesn't, it just doesn't hold up. Mm. 
I think like you want to watch a dark kids movie, anything by the Dark the Crystal, Dark Crystal, yeah, yeah, the Labyrinth. Yeah. I'm like the Henson Company makes an amazing creepy kids movie. I just felt this film was all over the place, and on, upon place. rewatching, yeah. like you know, and and I didn't, I just found the darkness too jarring. I felt it was smashed together with the, with yeah. the lightheartedness and of the comedy, and it just it just feels like yeah, it feels like more than one movie put together, and that's what Nostalgia Killer is about. We're here to tell you that those movies that you loved in your childhood are terrible. And you're wrong. Go back and watch it, and I think you'll agree with this. Because if you don't, you're incorrect. It's quite as simple as that. Yeah. Yeah. Bummer for you. Let's take another message from our sponsors. G'day! I'm Kevin McCauley, and I run the Fitness Zone. If you want to get fit, then come here to the Fitness Zone. I've got everything an idiot like you needs to get fit. I've got weights. I've got a treadmill. I've got a ball. I've got a bike with no wheels. A bike with no wheels? Are you fucking kidding? If you want to be fat, then you can fuck off. But if you want to get fit, then come to the fitness zone. Where you can get fit, or you can get fucked. And we're back. So that was another ad by Kev McCauley, who, uh, this time for Fitness Zone. Yes, he owns uh, Fruit House and Fitness Zone. Uh, and we, we met him earlier this week. Yes. Uh, asked him to come on our podcast. He... I felt reluctantly agreed, but Nissa seemed to... Well, he, he, he loudly agreed. Oh, okay, and you took that for... Well, I thought maybe he might be somewhat enthusiastic. Okay, all right. Um, and, and he's with us right now. Actually, before we continue, um, I just need to go take a shit. So yes? I'll be back okay. in about five oh, okay, minutes. Okay, I right? guess I'll do the, the interview. That's okay. Then I, it's just... just let him in and he'll just come in, I guess. Let's get him a... Um... <clears throat> Uh, hello, Mr. Bacali. Thank you so much for coming. Mm. Um, so you are the owner. What's of your name? Of Nissa. Nelly. No, well, we met earlier. I'm no, going to call Nissa. you Nelly. Okay. I guess that'll just be easier. So we met earlier in the week mm. at your um, one of your many businesses that you own. The fruit House. Yes, at the Fruit House. So how did you come to own the Fruit House? I bought it. Okay, well, what uh, what drew you to the fruit house? Money. I bought it for the money. The money I was going to make with the fruit. And is the fruit house the first business that you ever bought? No. What was the first business you bought? Fitness Zone. Okay, so you had Fitness Zone first. Yes. Okay, so was there some sort of connection there for you where fruit's good for you and working out's good for you? or? No. Fruit and fitness are completely separate. What am I dealing with here? Um, you should know this. Shut up. Stop asking stupid questions. Okay, um, wonderful. So, what, can, what, what would you want our listeners to know about the Fitness Zone or the, the Fruit House that they maybe didn't get from your ads? What's more information you could give us? There's nothing more to it. There's if you want fruit, go to the Fruit House. If you want to get fit, go to Fitness Zone. If you don't want either of those things, you can fuck off. Great, so uh, that's great. Great news for people who want fruit or to get fit. Um, True. What, what kind of th uh, things um, at, at the fruit house? Do you have anything other than fruit that you sell or not just fruit? Okay, great. Uh, what kinds of fruit? Red fruit. Red, red fruit. Just, just, just red fruit? No, don't be stupid. Shut up. Okay, and um, <clears throat> that would be a bit of a boring interview if I shut up, but what um, what other colors of fruit do you have? Green, yellow, 
Orange. Purple. Great, so... And blue. <clears throat> Wonderful. Um, what about Fitness Zone? What kinds of exercises can people do at Fitness Zone? Weights. We've got a number of different weights. We've got five kilos. We've got ten kilos. You can put five and ten together and you can do fifteen kilos. That's if you don't want to do that, then you can get fucked. Wonderful. Um, once again, just want to say we really appreciate the support. I'm not done yet. Okay. I've got a treadmill. You can use that if you want to run but you don't got anywhere to go. I've got a lifting machine. You use it to lift weights. I've got five kilos and ten kilos. You can also lift 15 kilos if you think you're up to it. If I can just, um, interject. No, I'm not done yet. <clears throat> I've got a ball. You can use it to do squats and shit. I don't know. Um, have you finished? Yes. Wonderful. Um, so I just wanted to interject to ask you, so, um, you know, we, we, we've covered the basics. We've sort of gotten to that place where, we, you know, we have a general idea of what you, where you're at now in your life, but... Where did you begin? You know, where did Kevin McCauley's journey begin? None of your fucking business. Um, great. So, well, I guess we're really coming up against... Oh, all right. A... I was 12 when me dad died. Oh, wow, we got deep fast. He accidentally fell on a knife I was playing with. I was cutting up a deer. We were serving it for dinner. Wow. I killed it myself out the back. I killed it with my own bare hands. My daddy taught me how. He tripped on another dead deer that I'd also killed. I had the knife ready, poised in me hand. Raised above me head. Shut up! Raised above me head. Ready to slit this deer. Top to tail. Take out the meat. And me daddy tripped. And he fell on me knife. And he died. What? And I taught, shut up. And I swore that never again would I ever, ever assist the populace in eating meat. So for that day forward, I stopped killing. I stopped eating. I vowed to buy a fruit house. And I bought the fruit house. And I called it the fruit house. And we only sell fruit. That's um, a wonderful... Shut up! I'm not done! Oh, wait, yes I am. That's a wonderful story. Um, just one question. So you were cutting the deer downwards and your father fell on it. Why? I don't understand how that you were holding the knife for him that he would have actually... He fell forwards! He fell forwards. I was holding the blade downside. But my hand was raised, so it was facing straight ahead. Did you kill your father? Shut up! It kind of sounds like, I mean, it sounds like you might have stabbed him, like, on purpose. I'm done here. I'm done with this interview. I, you can't incriminate me and trap me with your, with your breasts I, what, I, and your sexuality. I'm not, I mean, it's not like I'm naked. I mean, I'm just sitting here. <laughs> They're exposed enough. I, I can see cleavage. I know what cleavage looks like. My daddy told me. I, I don't think you When do. I was 12. I'm wearing like a turtleneck. I'm not sure you understand cleavage at all. I saw it when me mother died. Wait, how did your mom die? I was poised, ready to kill a deer. Okay, see, now you just seem like you're just killing your parents. They stripped on a dead deer. 
No, but seriously, like, I'm just saying, it sounds like you killed your parents. Well, it was an accident, I tell ya! But, I mean, but the same way, it seems really suspicious. I have nothing more to say to you. Okay, well, great, that was our interview with, um, Kev McCauley. Thank you so Shut much. Shut up! I'm not done! Kid. Okay. I have nothing more to say to you but this. Oh, yeah? <clears throat> it was an accident when me daddy tripped and died. Okay. It was an accident when me mummy tripped on me daddy and died. Huh. But it won't be an accident when you trip and die. Um, great. So if we could just get Matt back in the studio, maybe just... Thank you very much for having journey. me. Thanks. It's been a lovely time. Yeah, no, thank you so much for supporting the show with your ad. Shop in the fruit house. Yep, fruit get fit, fit house. Zone. You might also get stabbed. Stop talking! Shut up! <clears throat> just gonna wait for him to... Go. What the fuck was he rattling about? Oh my god, how long does it take for you to poop? <laughs> it's thinking time. I had my phone. I was looking on Tumblr. He's, he killed his parents and just threatened to kill me. He told me it was an accident. No, but did he tell you the story? Because he was holding the knife like this and they both tripped? Yeah. His dad tripped over a deer, his mother tripped over his dad. Yeah. It just... Yeah. Alright, well, this looks kind of traumatised, so I think I might carry us outwards from here. Uh, that is all from us today at uh, Dinner Party Small Talk. We're very I glad. Mean, all I'm saying is, I'll stab him before he stabs me, if that's what you're thinking, because I will stab you! What was that? I heard you talking. I said I would stab you! That's what I thought. Yeah? Shut up! You shut up! Buy some fruit! Shut up! You can eat meat. Tell me what to do. Okay, so thank you from us here in our uh, at our inaugural podcast for Dinner Party Small Talk. Uh, we've had a great time. We've been really happy to talk to you this time, haven't we, Nissa? We have. It's been lovely. Thank you very much, and we will see you next time on Dinner Party Small Talk. If you cross me, I will stab you. Good night. <laughs>